Hello and welcome to the Youth Sports Safety Update. My name is Jim Mackey. I'm with the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program, serve as a consultant, have been an athletic trainer for over 50 years, have the opportunity to bring you this uh, Youth Sports Safety Update podcast today. The Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program is dedicated to youth sports safety through advocacy, awareness, and prevention. So we uh, love to help keep your kids safe. And today we have an outstanding certified athletic trainer uh, in our community today. Actually, he is the recipient of the Academy Sports and Outdoors North Florida High School Athletic Trainer of the Year Award. That's a mouthful, but he's well-deserving of it. Please welcome Kevin Rapp from Baldwin Middle School and High School today. So, Kevin, welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All right. Kevin, tell us just a little bit about, I know you're a very humble guy, but uh, what does this award mean to you and and to your colleagues? For me, I don't don't think it it means I was the best athletic trainer this year because I don't don't feel like I I was. um, I've made mistakes. We all did that. But I think what it, after kind of reflecting on it, it made me realize that although maybe I don't feel that way, I've I've done a job that um, made others feel that way, that made me feel that I was the best, that they thought that I was the best and enough that they they went out of their way to nominate me. I know at the awards program, it was very encouraging to see um just your colleagues, how they express their support for you and the other uh, two candidates, as, as well as the um, program of the year, too. So that was very encouraging to me to see that, that y'all are pulling for each other, helping each other along the way. And that's what our profession is about. It's about relationships and it's about uh, making good things happen for other people. Uh, Baldwin is a small school kind of way out there on the west side of, of Jacksonville. Uh, some of your teams have experienced some uh, good postseason success. Uh, your football team did very well, and and your softball team uh, went to the state playoffs. And so, how does this, uh, how does their success or other teams' lack of success carry over to the care you give? And and does this encourage you as their athletic trainer to see these things happen? It's it's always very encouraging. I like to think that. They got that far because they're just very good at softball and football, and, and I was just there to help. But uh, I think the, they're they're nice to see because it's it's something that doesn't happen that often for a lot of kids, and to help give them that opportunity is a, is a real cool thing. Uh, so, with each of those, um, I feel like I, I try and give every program we have successful or not um, the same kind of care and the same kind of attention, middle school or high school. And I, I, I hope that that was something that helped with their ability to kind of, <laughs> they'll come to me with anything and they were never hesitant to, to bring up any concern that we could nip in the bud before it turned into anything. So I think that being available to everybody kind of gave them that comfort that before something gets out of hand, let's go check with them and and we can do something. Um, and I think that was something that helped keep them all pretty healthy we, um, throughout throughout each season and postseason. That's good. That's a credit to you that they feel that uh, the athletic training uh, facility is a safe place to come, that they can know that you will listen to them and 
show equal concern for whatever situation from the little hangnail to the uh, sprained ankle or whatever, or I think it might be this. I saw this on the, on the uh, web. So can you help me figure out what it really is yeah. <laughs> injured? But uh, you know, a lot of these kids, this is the first time they're ever injured. So uh, they're coming to you and that's, that's a good uh, credit to your, your abilities and to their confidence in you. So that's that's great. Well, well, speaking of relationships, talk about relationship with your coaches. How how's that going? Or maybe just you know what's been good. What's been some obstacles you've had to overcome? I like to think it's 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 going well. Um, I think I think yes, truly my my relationship with the coaches is is well in um, and with the administration, athletes, parents, because I think this the small community has a lot to do with it. Um, because these are, they all work here, they're teachers, they're coaches, they're parents. So they all have the same interest, vested interest in, in these kids as I do. Um, and it's not a, a means to an end to, to go coach somewhere else. They do it because they love it and they love the kids. That makes it really easy when it's, okay, we have to do this because it's the best thing for the kids. There's not a, a pushback. There's a, oh, of course. Yeah, I think that's something that that helps a lot with these smaller communities is everybody knows everybody and everybody is looking out for everybody. There's there's fewer uphill battles with although I mean there's going to be some grumbles and some meh, the next day everyone's over it and we're we're back to normal, um, which is is a nice thing to be able to do or to go to work and not feel okay. Am I going to have to be the jerk today because every everyone everyone's on the same page. So that that makes it much easier. That's good. That yeah, good community culture is is a positive benefit for you there. So let's talk a little bit about your team physician. I don't know if you had to transition this year with the team physician, but uh, what's your relationship with them? What would you encourage other athletic trainers to um, build with their team physician? This last year we had we had the um, Dr. Rush as the team physician, and um, he unfortunately uh, moved. And so uh, this year, Dr. Reed has been great enough to to kind of more or less kind of have to split some of his time between uh, several schools. One of those things is we're, we're far out of the way. We're not convenient. He's someone who cares about the kids. We'll do anything to get them in and get them help. It's so helpful the, to be able to utilize a team effort and know that it's not, okay, I'm going to have to try and figure this out and do some cold calls and figure I can, I can just call him up. He's always available and we can get it done. And there's always a team of people with him that feel the same way. We're all, we're all looking out for the kid's best interests. It's, it's nice to have a physician who isn't there just signing off on the the standing uh, letter of orders, but someone who's, who's truly there for the athletes. That's great. Yeah. He was, um, just note, Dr. Reed was recipient of the year with the um, uh, the high school program. So it was a combination of him and the other athletic trainer at that high school. So uh, he's one of our special physicians. We're very grateful for Dr. Reed and all he brings to to the community there. Speaking of communities, you live in a, you are in, you don't live there, but you're in a smaller community. Maybe you'll be in Baldwin one day, but uh, you're in a smaller community where you're taking care of the middle and the high school because they're all one unit there. And that so um, how do, how do you manage care for both of them? How's your time management mm-hmm. skills? And it takes some time sometimes. Um, I guess the good and or um, 
bad way to think of it is we don't have a huge amount of um, available space for everybody. So that means a lot of the times they're kind of working side by side, um, middle and high school. For me, that makes it easier because it's it's more condensed and easy to, to keep track of everything. It also seems like it gives a lot of um, kind of vested interest in the varsity uh, and high school to make sure that middle school kids, um, they're preparing them and getting them and getting them ready because they're going to be their athletes soon. The way all the coaches act is as if they are a team and it's not a, well, we need the field. We need this because we're older. We need to make this happen because these kids are going to become our kids. It's not a battle, but a, a solution to be found. And so every, all the coaches, administration, everybody works together to make sure it's not a have and have nots. All right. We're all about sports safety here at the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program. And and that's a that's a, one of the things you do as an athletic trainer is you teach and educate and train uh, parents, kids and athletes. So what are your big safety messages you're trying to give to these kids? Yeah, I mean, it's always the um, head, heart, heat uh, and just kind of reiterating those things. But a lot of the times the advocacy for it, um, because as much as we are vest- we, we're interested in this and we care about this, not everybody's going to have the same interest. So um, sitting all the kids down and and giving them a speech or a lecture, a lot of times it's going to go in through one ear and out the other. I think kind of modeling those things and showing their importance, not just through telling is a way to kind of show those kids, hey, this this isn't something I'm telling you or we're saying because we have to, because we want the best for you. And with that is an easy way for this for them to kind of get that message is if you do these things, your performance is, is gonna increase. You're you're usually gonna perform better if you're hydrated, um, if you're getting enough fuel. That's usually the the thing that kind of gets them to say, okay, yeah, that's 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 something we, we should do, not we have to do. So it's it's kind of turning that into a, a, a cultural thing that's best for the program and not best for the administration or the school district or, or anything. Um, yeah, you see, see, you can have as many positive messages as possible. One thing to say, if you don't drink fluids, you're going to cramp. And But yeah. it's better said if you, like you said, if you're, if you're properly hydrated, you'll perform better longer and uh, you'll you'll just do better and you'll be there for your team we're getting ready for summer and there'll be summer conditioning programs and that uh, you're not there quite as often uh, during the summer uh, how do you prepare your coaches and athletes to have a safe environment and what kind of messages do you give to them to, to make it most effective I think I think it really starts one I mean kind of at the beginning of the year but uh our main, our main thing is always kind of football and, and the outdoor sports. We've just came from, from spring football. So everything that we've gone over and have continued to go over for weeks is still fresh in their mind. And so it's not a, here's a list of things you have to do, do it. And then I'll see you in the fall. This is how we already do it. Here's a reminder in case something forget slips your mind. It's not something they have to do. It's just something we do. It's, it's not, it's like warming up and stretches. It just, you do it before every every practice and every workout. 
so it doesn't become a chore. And so a lot of them, it's doing those same things we do all throughout the year. But now it's kind of like, all right, we've I've held your hand through it. You guys can take it. And then if there's any trouble, if there's any issues, I'm always there. But I think it it, it starts before the summer begins. And those things that you, again, model and and advocate and show significance toward is something that then it just becomes second nature. You you know, coach, you know why I set up the cold tub. I set it up all the time. I get it prepared and that's what you've got to do or get some kids to do. So it's, it's ready when needed. You know exactly where the AEDs are located and accessible. Uh, You know where the emergency action plans are. We've rehearsed it and we've practiced it together uh, so, and you know what to do in case of a concussion and things like that. And you've got my phone number, but you, you have access and, but you have the messages that you've created, um, over and over again, you don't want them to become complacent or, um, uh, just complacent about the matter, yes. but to, uh, be prepared and know that it's just important, if not more important in the summer when you're may not be there as it is when you are yeah. there. And that's what you have trained them for. And that's what you prepared them for. So these are all good things. Any other final messages you'd like to give out to shout out to your athlete, fellow athletic trainers and uh, just to uh, for their summer preparation or life in general? I, I, would, I would enjoy your summer. I think that's what they're looking for <laughs> is enjoy the time, the time off um, uh, for now. But uh, I think I think like like I said earlier is um, I know a lot of us. Uh, or maybe a little critical of ourselves. Don't think I can think back. We can all think back of mistakes and things that we should have done better. But I, even though we we may think all these things, it's it's hard to realize sometimes that a lot of the students, parents, and and everyone else do think you are the best and treat you as as the best athletic trainer they've had because because of the the personality. Um, you have and and you've shown to them. I think that's an important thing is we have a larger impact on just the way we we talk and act sometimes than how well we evaluate or treat something. It does go a long way for for a lot of the kids later on. Right. And they, they see you as a healthcare professional, the professional way that you treat them mm-hmm. as well. So that's that's all uh, very good and helpful and we can um we can learn from that. So Kevin, thank you very much. It's been great to speak with you this morning. I think we could do a whole podcast on all the mistakes we've ever made, but you oh, know, yeah. <laughs> we, could, we could do a whole nother podcast on all the great things and, and very positive stories. But we learn from our experience as long as our experience doesn't kill us. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we can, uh, we can grow from it. So that's, that's a benefit. And, but as somebody once said, you know, we've got to get it right a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. And uh, we've got to do our very best, hold our standards high and uh, be prepared uh, so that when things do happen, we instantly can respond and do what do what is best. As we have seen that demonstrate on the national stage uh, this year with other athletic trainers. So thank you very much, Kevin. It's been a pleasure to speak with you today. And uh, you have been listening to the Youth Sports Safety Update, which is produced by the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program, where we are dedicated to uh, advocacy awareness and prevention of sports injuries. So uh, thank you very much, Kevin, again, for being with us. 
Thank you and have a very safe summer to everyone. Uh, we will have Kevin's information if you would need to get in touch with him on our show notes. And uh, thank you again. And check out jaxsmp.com for more information and have a very safe and productive summer. We'll look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you.